In international news, Palestinian Islamist militant group Hamas fired what it claimed to be 5,000 rockets into Israel from the Gaza Strip in the wee hours of Saturday. Hamas fired another 150 rockets throughout Saturday evening, in addition to taking dozens of Israelis hostage. Following the initial attack, the Israel government has declared a state of war and launched a counteroffensive at Hamas. As of Sunday evening, roughly 500 were dead and over 3,000 injured as the conflict continued. At just past 8 p.m., the air raid siren sounded in Tel Aviv. The Iron Dome missile defense system intercepted a rocket, but then another rocket struck a residential building in the city center. Uh, hearing explosions in the distance, and we were assured that those were far away, but we could see the trails of two missiles in the sky. Taiwan's Tourism Administration and the Ministry of Education have stated that all Taiwanese in Israel, including those in tour groups and international students, are safe. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs also has upgraded its travel advisory for Israel to a yellow warning and has called on those with plans to travel there in the future to remain vigilant and exercise caution. Turning now to the weather, the Central Weather Administration says the weather for the long weekend will be on the wet side. With the arrival of a weather front, northern and eastern regions will see brief showers from now till Tuesday. Central and southern regions should watch out for brief afternoon showers. Meanwhile, a tropical depression southeast of Guam has turned into a tropical storm over the weekend but it's expected to track north toward Japan in the coming days and not have an impact on Taiwan's weather. After the rain, it was visitors that poured into Taipei's Liberty Square. On the second day of the long weekend, the weather in northern Taiwan was wet and cool, but that didn't deter people from stepping outdoors and enjoying the National Day holiday. From today until Tuesday, there will be more moisture around Taiwan. There are also sporadic heavy rains in the mountainous areas of Greater Taipei. The central and southern regions are mainly cloudy. However, afternoon, there will be sporadic heavy rains in the south and mountainous areas of central Taiwan. As the northeast monsoon picks up, temperatures around the island have dipped. Those who plan to attend the National Day flag-raising ceremony should be sure to carry rain gear and dress warmly. The northeast monsoon will intensify tomorrow, so temperatures in northern Taiwan will stay around 23 to 26 degrees until Tuesday. The entire day will feel cool. Meanwhile, the 15th tropical storm of the year, Bolivan, has formed east-southeast of Oluanbi. According to the potential path developed by the European model, the storm will track towards south Japan, and it is not expected to affect Taiwan's weather for the time being. The Emerald Knights Marching Band from Tokyo University of Agriculture's second high school performed in Kaohsiung on Sunday. Large crowds turned up to watch the show held at the Kaohsiung waterfront. The performance was the marching band's first ever overseas performance. It's also a preview of Tuesday's National Day celebrations to be held in front of the presidential office building so that Kaohsiung locals wouldn't have to travel to Taipei to watch it. 
The 148-member marching band played a variety of classic Japanese songs, including the folk song Sakura Sakura, which they played in samba style. The band also played pop hits, such as the theme songs from video game Super Mario Brothers, an animated series Slam Dunk, and Chibi Maruko-chan. With its tight formation and masterful performance, the band was met with rousing applause. And now we meet a dentist who lives with a disability and a mission. Ling Yichao is the only dentist in Hualien to make house calls, treating disabled patients who would otherwise have no access to dental care. Lin is disabled himself, having had a lame leg over since he contracted polio as a baby. Growing up disabled in the 60s, Lin experienced considerable discrimination, but he defined stereotypes to carve out an impressive career. For 18 years, he and his dedicated team have focused on home visits in rural Hualien. The work involves a huge amount of travel up and down the Hualien coast and specialist skills to minimize these risks and address the challenges of care for disabled patients. Our Sunday special report. This dental dream team, Ling Yi Chao, Ling Shu Yi, and Pan Ting Yun is scrupulous about packing properly. Today, they're preparing for a trip outside the cozy Hualien metropolitan zone to make home visits in the countryside. This box weighs 30 kilograms at least. It's really heavy. Sometimes it's tough. The trio takes dozens of kilograms of equipment out to the car. And as you might notice, Lin also has his walking stick in hand. Living with a limp, it takes effort just to walk down the street. In the 1960s, 400 to 700 children in Taiwan caught polio every year. Lin caught the disease in the very first year of his life. There was already a vaccine for polio at that time, but it was prohibitively expensive for ordinary people. One jab was 300 NT, and you had to get three jabs. How could we get 300 NT? That was a lot. In those days, if you went to the doctor, one day's worth of medicine was only 20 NT. We didn't have any money in those days. We were poor. Now, I'm going to get to a point where it's hard to talk about it. We didn't take care of him right. I felt so sad that we did that to him. There was nothing I could do. Lin's father can't conceal the pain he still feels recalling that time. As a disabled child, Lin faced a great deal of discrimination, but he could not be held back. He defied expectations to excel at school, becoming the first student from Yuanling City to be accepted by the hugely prestigious Taipei Municipal Jianguo High School. His grades were excellent. He went to Jianguo High School. He graduated first in his class at Yuanlin Junior High School. Beaming with pride, Lin Sr. explains how his son's studiousness paid off. His talent landed him in a job where he could sit at a desk in a safe and comfortable clinic. 
Ironically, now he prefers to get out of the clinic and tour the neighborhood, going out to remote communities and down into narrow back alleys wherever a patient needs care. He's the first dentist in the Hualien and Taidong areas to provide home visits. Many doctors think that home visits are bad value for the money. You have to drive out, find the route, all the patient's families are rather poor, and they're out in the outskirts of the city or on the coast or in the mountains. From Heping Village in Shouling, in the far north of Hualien, to Yuli Township on the southernmost end of the county, Lin sees patients across a 200-plus kilometer radius. The first stop today is a care center for disabled people in Jian Township. The team has come to see Xuanxuan, who suffered brain damage as a baby. Facilities are limited in a home visit, and tending to exceptional patients like Xuanxuan requires real physical strength. That's harder when you, yourself, are a polio survivor. I have polio in my leg. As I said, my left leg is just for decoration. I can only press down with my right foot, and my right leg is where I put most of my body weight. So I often get lower back pain just from pressing the foot pedal. He wears a metal foot brace, so his body is being held up by a metal plate. And he also has to get into lots of different positions to treat the patient and keep his body stable. But he never says, "I'm so tired," or "This case is so difficult. Let's not do it." And strength and mobility are not the only challenges posed by home visits. The team squeezes its way through a home full of stuff to the patient's room. This is Xiaofan. Now 27 years old, he suffered a brain hemorrhage caused by a traffic accident in fourth grade. Before the home visits of Lin and his team, getting dental care was virtually impossible for Xiaofan. He had phlegm in his throat just now. We were afraid that cleaning his teeth would increase the risk of him choking. So our nurse Shui removed the mucus from his throat, following her professional judgment. The biggest risks the team faces on home visits are patient choking or being asphyxiated. The only way to minimize those risks is by having a dental nurse present. See how dirty it is here? Doctor Lin is going to clean it for you. Then it won't smell bad. Okay, we're done. Doctor Lin is going to go home now. Get well soon, okay? Wake up soon. It's nearing 7 p.m. and the sky is darkening. The camera crew has been following Lin all day and we're getting exhausted. But the dentist is still full of energy. He needs to make it to the final patient of the day. Hello. 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 Hello.
，你是来哎呦还打呵欠哦，哎呦。Liang Qingquan, age 72, was painting the house four years ago when he fell off the roof. He entered a six-month coma. His wife, Liang Chenjinghua, told us what a wonderful, loving husband he is. I hope for a miracle. I hope onto that. Even though I know it's impossible, I hold onto that hope. Liang Chen hasn't left her husband's side in the four years since his accident. The farthest she goes is to put the garbage outside the front door, not trusting anybody else to come and watch over him. The only time she gets respite is when Dr. Lin makes a visit. We really feel reassured when the doctor comes, reassured emotionally, and normally he's so compassionate. He has mobility issues and he always comes to see us, and he praises me. And instantly I feel reassured and happy and moved, really moved. I'm going to cry saying this. Liang Chen manages to smile through the heartbreak. What the dentist brings to families is not just medical treatment, it's emotional and spiritual support. But if he's now the picture of dedication, he shared how in the early days he was deeply reluctant to go into dentistry. Actually, I wasn't sure about dentistry all through my six years in college. Because in a medical college, it's doctors, then dentists, then pharmacists, nurses, technicians. We always felt that we were one rank below the medical department, so we didn't think it was some kind of honor to be studying dentistry. And in those days, we weren't so optimistic about the career prospects of dentistry as people are now. In his fourth year of college, Lin joined the university's medical service team. It went out to patients in remote locations. That's when Lin realized the real value of dental care. That early volunteer experience gave him a longing for remote country environments and a lifelong mission to serve isolated communities. It led him to sell his house in Jianghua 18 years ago and close his successful clinic to move to Hualien. In 2006, there were only about 120 dentists in Hualien County. The county is more than 200 kilometers long from north to south, and it has a population of more than 300,000. Now it's been 18 years since I came to Hualien, and there are still just 140-something dentists here. So basically, one more dentist has come each year. We've been doing home dental visits for five years now. We think many people need it but few people are doing anything. With almost two decades of experience serving Hualien, Lin also makes occasional visits to New Dawn Educational Center. Providing care for the more than 100 disabled students at New Dawn presents some similar challenges as home visits. Treating a disabled patient may require considerable restraint, and four professionals need to be present to help. So taking the students to a dental department in a hospital is an impossible task. When they take a student to the Mennonite Christian Hospital, they need three teachers to go with one student. 
They might thrash around a lot during a simple dental hygiene appointment or a filling. I'm a disabled patient too, so I can really relate to how it feels for them. Hualien is a beautiful, rich county with a remarkably long and narrow shape. It's the largest county by area in Taiwan. Making home visits here is a Herculean task, but it's one that Lin takes up gladly, walking stick in hand. He hopes that one day soon, more colleagues will join him to bring care to every patient who needs it.